Hi, everyone, and happy 2024. Can you believe it? As we start off on this new year, this is the second season of this podcast, and I am thrilled to have you join me. We have some exciting topics and speakers that I cannot wait to share with you. And I hope you've had a blessed year so far. As I record this, this is um, Sunday, January 14th already. And uh, I wanted to open up this season of the podcast, season two, episode one, with some things that Father God has put on my heart in a big way that it's imperative that we do this year. Um, That's uh, what the Holy Spirit is putting on my heart. Um, One of the most important things that we can do, as um, stated in the Word, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, we are to think on things, focus our attention, our minds, and our hearts on things that are true, things that are honest, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good report. And if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. This is very, very important as we move into 2024. There's a lot of things going on in the world. Um, We really don't need to focus our attention on them, okay? Because what we focus our minds on becomes our reality. What we focus our thoughts on become words and our words become actions. So we need to really try, I know I'm working on it, try as best we can to walk in the way um, according to how Jesus Christ would have us be in this world. Um, We need to follow him. We need to walk in accordance to the Word of God, to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And we want to more and more embody the fruits of the Spirit. And we want to reject that which is ungodly. So bringing in more and more that which is godly and rejecting that which is ungodly. As Galatians 5 says, we are to obey only the Holy Spirit's instructions. He will tell you where to go and what to do. And then you won't always be doing the wrong things your evil nature wants you to do. For we naturally love to do evil things that are just the opposite from the things that the Holy Spirit tells us to do. And the good things we want to do when the Spirit has His way with us are just the opposite of our natural desires. These two forces within us are constantly fighting each other to win control over us, and our wishes are never free from their pressures. But when you follow your own wrong inclinations, and I know that this is a constant struggle with the flesh, between the flesh and the Spirit, Every day I struggle with these things, cravings, you know, um, of all various, all its various forms and temptations. But when you follow your own wrong inclinations, your lives will produce these evil results, impure thoughts, eagerness for lustful pleasure, idolatry, spiritism, 
that is, encouraging the activity of demons, hatred and fighting, jealousy and anger, constant effort to get the best for yourself, which is associated with the spirit of pride and self-centeredness, complaints and criticisms, the feeling that everyone else is wrong except those in your own little group, and there will be wrong doctrine, envy, murder, drunkenness, wild parties, and all that sort of thing. Let me tell you again that anyone living in that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's what God's word says. But when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I know for me, the two things that I have to work on and I intend to work on fully with the help of the Holy Spirit, that's the only way we can do it. We can't do this ourselves. I, in particular, am going to work on patience and self-control and also kindness to myself. Because some of us, especially those of us who are empathic, who are Christians, especially Christian women, we tend to be very good at giving to others and being nurturing and kind and tending, befriending others, giving them the benefit of the doubt and all of this and um, putting in our positive energies into that. But we don't do a really good job of being kind to ourselves in our thoughts. We tend to be very self-critical, or at least that's something we have to catch ourselves with because it tends to happen. So uh, we want to be living now by the Holy Spirit's power and following the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. That really is what walking out our faith looks like. And it's different for each one of us. We each have different struggles, different challenges, different strengths. Um, but let's just keep moving forward, everyone. That's um, in my heart. I know that that's what we are to do. And we will reap what we sow. And it really starts in our own imaginations. And it flows out into words, into actions, and basically into, um, you know, really choosing what side are you on? Are you on the side of negativity and drama? Or are you in the side, on the side of rising above the drama? It is imperative that we rise above this drama and have godly behavior, gentleness, humbleness. And if we've gone off the path, even for a day or two, like I went off the path yesterday, okay, I, I kind of um, had some food and drink and things like that, that it just didn't feel right. I'm like, no, I, I'm not really taking care of my temple. So guess what? I got up. I'm doing my best. I got up this morning, repented for that. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit to please help me to be covered with the blood of Jesus Christ, which is a, it's not scary at all. It's a living light. It's like a crystalline white just, just liquid light or living light that can cover us and just can kind of, kind of go through all of us, in, around us, in us, through us, that can fill us, that living waters, because we are the man 
or woman at the well. What did the man or woman at the well do with the woman at the well in scripture? She, first of all, came clean. She walked in truth and in spirit. Let's stop sweeping things under the rug. All of these things that we push away, our pains, our hurts, our sorrows, our insecurities, our sin. It's time to come clean. Stop sweeping them under the rug and pretending they're not there. Bring them to the light of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ will work on us if we let him, but we have to meet him in truth. Be true to ourselves. Be honest with ourselves and with him. Come to him in truth and tell him. Speak to him. Just have a relationship. Talk to him and listen. He is your friend and he's right beside you. He's actually in you, in your heart. It's just mind-blowing when you think about it. That, that the kingdom is within us and Jesus Christ is right there with us all the time. But so many of us and so many of the time we don't listen. We don't hear him. We don't hear his voice. Why? Because we are cut off from it by this often sin. These open doors, these ungodly things and energies that just, we don't want that flowing through us. Let's just stop the drama, okay, and rise above that. We don't need that. We can learn from it, but then we can move on and let it go. So those are some of the things on my heart to tell you. And there's more. So before I'm done, I just want to speak to into this that, of course, we want to more and more embody the fruits of the Spirit. Some other verses that Father God has brought me to this morning. James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. We want to have good fruits. And Father God can help us do that. He can help us reject and live in that all that is ungodly to the best of our ability. Repent and turn away from our sins. We can reject evil and ungodly thoughts and behaviors. And in a sense, if anybody is mistreating you, if anybody has kind of um, hardened hearts or anything like that, you could kill them with kindness, so to speak. Okay, We don't return evil for evil. Instead, we rise above it. And return evil with good, just like Jesus Christ did. And become more of who we truly are in Christ. We can learn to be in the world and not of it. To walk through the valley of the shadow of death, not in it. We do not need to stay stuck in it. To not entertain drama or negativity or self-centeredness or pride. So to the best of our ability, we are to die to self and live and walk in the Holy Spirit and ask for Jesus Christ's help with this. He's our only hope. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22 says, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. We are to take on more and more the character of Christ as expressed in the Beatitudes. Humility is key, everybody. Humility is key. 
Matthew 5 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted the prophets which were before you. So we don't want to have a rebellious, prideful heart as described in Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 21 to 23, which says, Hear now this, O foolish people, and without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not. Fear ye not me, saith the Lord? Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree, that it cannot pass it? And though the waves thereof toss themselves, Yet can they not prevail, though they roar, yet can they not pass over it? But this people hath a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. It's all about the heart and having clean hands and a pure heart. As I walk into work, I saw a sign the other day. It was a picture of a child's hands. And it had like rainbow colors all, all around it. And it said, join the Clean Hands Club. Now, this was about cleaning your hands, you know, and disinfecting your hands. But to me, I, I saw it from the spiritual lens of, I want to be in the Clean Hands Club. Okay, we all want to be in the Clean Hands Club. We want to draw closer, as close as possible to Jesus Christ with the full expression of our authentic selves. And he will continue to purify us and remove us from the evil of the world and give us cleaner hands and a clean heart and remove the spot or wrinkle or anything that has touched us from the world. But we have to be ready to receive that. He's always there, but we have to be ready to meet him where we are and help him help us. Um, Hebrews says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Second Timothy says, flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. James 1 says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Now, this is not an easy task, and we really can't do it ourselves. We need Father God and the Holy Spirit to pour into us and cleanse us. That's the only way. At the start of this year, right at the new year, right at the stroke of midnight, I was asleep, actually, and I woke up to fireworks going off in my neighborhood. And I knew when I heard that in my heart that this year was going to be full of fireworks. 
So as we move forward in this coming year in 2024, there may be fireworks around us. There may be storms around us. But um, to the extent that this is helpful for you, because I see, I kind of think in pictures. And Father God the other day put an image and a picture in my mind and heart of, it's not a tornado. Some people might be stuck in a tornado, but it's really a hurricane. Okay, there's a difference between a hurricane and a tornado, right? Or torna- a tornado just kind of spins around and, you know, causes lots of destruction and death and all these things. But a hurricane is different. Um, it, it spins around and there's a storm around, but there's an eye of the hurricane. There's an eye where there's a calm in the storm. This is where we are to live. No matter what the storms are around us, as we move out into this year, no matter what, we can learn more and more to live and reside in the eye of the hurricane, where we can look up and know, Father God, we know that Jesus Christ is there. He's protecting us. There's also a perimeter in the eye. It's not just a single pinprick, right? There's a little space to move, and it's calm there. It's what I call calm glory. We can be calm in God's glory, and we can ask Father God to cover us with his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. We can put on the full armor of God in this eye of the hurricane, and as we're covered with the blood of Jesus Christ, this white crystalline liquid light, we are the women and the men at the well. And the living waters of the Holy Spirit will cover us, protect us, and fill us up and pour into all of our empty, hurt, pain-filled, cracked, damaged places within us. Okay, He can fill us up. And then more and more, we can be like Him. We can be the embodiment of Jesus Christ on this earth and take on more and more the Holy Spirit, be filled more and more with the Holy Spirit and His love. And be that light to the world that will attract more and more the positive and godly things and repel more and more the, that which is ungodly. And we, as we reject that in our minds, in our words, in our actions, and in our heart. So buckle your seatbelts and put on the full covering and armor of God as we move forward into 2024. I'm thrilled, humbled, and so grateful that you're here. And I ask that you please spread the word about this podcast. And if you would be so kind as to like and review this podcast, it would be much appreciated. Because I want to get the word out. And I want to have this be useful for you. So please uh, give me any feedback. I'm open to any and all feedback. And stay tuned for additional announcements. I'm in the process of setting up a website that will have podcast show notes, links, and other information so it'll be easily accessible. Um, And I'm going to continue to share just some things on my heart as well as integrate in this podcast for the coming year the um, wonderful anointed messages and heart-centered wisdom of Christian coaches who are out there and they are um, stepping up I would call them kind of like first responders, kind of like early responders, you know, helping to hold space 
to work with you and have the Holy Spirit be present to really heal and um, just just uh, make just pour in to your heart and into your life. They're out there and they're doing so many wonderful things. So Father God has put on my heart to highlight what they're doing and to help speak into you and your life and hopefully it'll touch your life and um, you know help you walk out your faith as we all are are doing. We're all in this together. So the website's coming and also I'll be sharing information in later episodes about my group coaching program that I'm launching and courses as well to focus on recovery from trauma from a Christian biblically based perspective. Trauma is a soul wound. It's an invisible wound. It can be like a cut, like death by a thousand cuts. If there's emotional or verbal abuse, for example, domestic abuse, or it could be like blunt force trauma, like a a, a horrific event that has kind of infiltrated our soul in a way and, and infected our mind, body, and spirit. But do not despair. Jesus Christ, our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace, where all goodness, healing, and wholeness is, can flow from him into you and heal you. Nothing else will do that. You can use secular solutions, and they might help for a little while, but true, deep, and lasting healing and wholeness comes from the Holy Spirit. So I'm really eager to talk with you about and share with you um, what I'm doing in this area and get the word out. And look for episodes to come this year about one of our themes, the woman at the well, and how we can embody this in our lives so that the living waters of the Holy Spirit can flow into us and through us. And then it can flow out of us so we can touch others and we can unearth our hidden talents, not hide our talents, in order to fulfill our God-given callings and our mission for being here. Father God, we praise you because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and we know that full well. And Father God, we thank you. And I thank you, Father, for anyone listening to this podcast And please pour into their lives the Holy Spirit. And may Father God bless you and keep you, all of us, as we move into this year, 2024. Let us flow into this year with the Holy Spirit and the living waters of the Holy Spirit. And let us praise and worship our Father, our King, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for all your many blessings. And we can't wait to see what amazing and wonderful things you have in store for us this year. So thank you, Father. From the bottom of my heart, amen. Until next time, God bless you.